Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Good afternoon or good morning to you wherever or however you listen to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer all over the world from ELO, Electric Light Orchestra. we got a fantastic show for you tonight. We're going to get news and notes, of course, in, but also we've got a great guest that will be joining me on the program in just a little bit. But first, how can you follow me? Very easily on Twitter, easily, I mean, easy for me to say, on Twitter, at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com, slash AG Craft Beer Cast, via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. Don't forget iTunes, Google Podcasts. You do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find the shows on those two platforms. Alexa Ready as well, iHeartRadio, Odyssey.com, and of course, the great Hopped Up Network. Head over to the HoppedUpNetwork.com. You can listen to the podcast version of this show a few minutes after it ends, as well as a plethora of other shows whenever you feel like it. Coming up in 20 minutes, Chad Meggs. He's from Drink NYC Craft. He's going to join me. He's trying to bring New York beer directly into your home and trying to spotlight a lot of New York breweries that may not have uh, distribution elsewhere. Maybe they self-distribute. Maybe they don't even you know, have the ability to do that. He is trying to get those beers into your home. We'll talk to him. It's a fascinating discussion. We'll talk to him in about 20 minutes from now. We definitely want to tune in. There's uh, a special going on on their website uh, and a bunch of different things um, that Chad wants to do. So we'll talk to Chad about that and how we got started. It's, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting little story from Chad. Um, so you definitely want to stay tuned for that. About 20 minutes from now. Hopefully you've eaten enough turkey and you've had plenty of turkey sandwich leftovers on your Thanksgiving. I hope yours was uh, was a, a good one. Um, remember, uh, we are at the end of Small Brewery Sunday today. Um, Small Brewery Sunday is the Sunday always after Thanksgiving. Try to support your local uh, small breweries, which is always important. I, of course, uh, do that uh, as best as I can on a, uh, on a semi-regular basis. Let's put it that way. Speaking of small breweries, although this... Small Brewery is a little bit bigger in the state of New Jersey. Our good friends from Bolero Snort, uh, as well as Source, uh, we're going to be uh, doing a pregame Army-Navy pre-tailgate party uh, Friday night, December 10th. That's coming up just a couple of weeks from now as we get set for the Army-Navy game at MetLife Stadium, which is on Saturday, uh, December 11th. But this will be on Friday night, December 10th, a live broadcast 
from 8 to 9 p.m. at Bolero Snort Brewery, located at 316 20th Street in Crossnet, New Jersey. It'll be rebroadcast in its usual Sunday night spot at 11 p.m. Eastern. Um, but, you know, we'll do some, uh, we'll do, we'll talk about some Army, Army Navy football. We'll also talk about the collab that is coming out between Bolero Snort and Source, which will be released on uh, Friday, December the 10th. Source will release it on that day. I believe Bolero will either release it earlier in the week or on that Friday. Um, we're going to have a few surprises as well. And if you come to the event, put your name in, you have a chance to win a pair of Army-Navy tickets for the Saturday, December 11th game at MetLife Stadium. That is really super cool. We're also encouraging everyone, bring a new unwrapped toy. We're donating to the Hackensack Fire Department and the Youth Consultation Services of Hackensack. Very important for kids that can't get toys this year. We want to be able to donate as many toys as possible, which would be uh, really, really good. We're also Source and Screaming Hill. we got a beer that's coming out as well on December 10th, a Dunkel uh, that they started brewing uh, back in September. This is a great beer. It's going to taste delicious. It's going to be perfect for a nice cold winter's night. Sit down and have yourself a nice, easy drink in Dunkel. The, the beers that Bolero and Source are doing, pastry stouts. Think, um, think that easy-bake oven kind of thing, all right? That's how you gotta, you got to look at it. Now, let us dive into some news here. So finding a stream of alcohol is something that may be a dream for some, but it became a reality in, of all places, Hawaii. A stream was found to have been contaminated by runoff involving high amounts of drinking alcohol. The spill from a storm pipe next to a freeway on the island of Oahu is said to have come from Paradise Beverages, which owns a warehouse across the freeway. State Department of Health officials were looking into the cause, saying the drain is no longer leaking polluted water. Hawaii News Now took a sample of the water to be tested, finding more than 1% of the water was alcohol. So... Uh, not not exactly sure if the water was actually clean enough to drink, but the fact that it had alcohol in it and it was runoff um, from a beverage company, and it sounds like it was it was beer, maybe maybe they were making beer and it was running off into the stream. That's pretty cool. Could you imagine having a stream? Beer? By the way, remember in uh, Egyptian times um, and and you know later in history as well, beer was considered the drink of choice for many people because the water was contaminated. Very, very low alcohol beer, 2%, 3%, 1%, you know, very, very small amounts of alcohol. But the alcohol would kill off the germs and was safe to drink. So just keep that in mind there. But that's pretty cool. November 15th was National Recycling Day. Rogales took the opportunity to announce its commitment to sustainability with new recyclable packaging. In an effort to reduce waste and use less plastic, Rogue will be transitioning all product packaging from plastic rings to 100% recyclable Wrap packs made of 100% recyclable materials. Rogue's new wrap packs will reduce over 100,000 pounds of plastic waste to landfills annually. In addition to reducing plastic waste, the wrap pack is responsibly sourced through sustainable forestry practices. Rogue is committed to creating more sustainable operations, products, and packaging going forward, as well as working with partners and vendors that share the same commitment. The, uh, their new packaging will be on the shelves in 2022, which is really cool. Uh, from Rogues, that they're going to be doing that. Uh, the folks over at Paps Blue Ribbon and the Professional Bowlers Association have announced a multi-year partnership, and it makes Paps Blue Ribbon America's Lager the official beer partner of the PBA. Makes sense. PBR, PBA, why not? As the official beer of the PBA Tour, Paps Blue Ribbon will receive an array of exclusive first-to-market branding, messaging, and naming opportunities, including the presenting rights, 
to the beloved PBA League, the Tours Team Bowling Series featuring 10 five-player teams. One of the teams will be Paps Blue Ribbon's very own PBR Milwaukee Pounders. It's a 2020 expansion team. They were formerly the Brew City Ballers, managed by PBA legend Marshall Holman. Um, the, the PBA Tour season airs on Fox Sports. Paps Blue Ribbon will be integrated into all telecasts with a PBR beer frame in the fifth frame, plus a new PBR six-pack alert that will feature a $1,000 bonus prize if the sixth strike is not achieved. $500 will be added to the PBR six-pack alert jackpot and grow each match. They'll also receive additional exclusive partnership benefits across the PBA's multiple platforms, including streaming and digital media, as well as an inclusion into its eSports property, PBA Bowling Challenge, the top bowling mobile app with over 30 million downloads. Uh, the PBA Tour begins on Fox Sports Saturday, January 22nd uh, with the PBA Players Championship and qualifying rounds for the first major of the year begin January 15th on Flow Bowling. Very cool there from Pabst Blue Ribbon. It's always Pabst Blue Ribbon is always that beer you forget about, and then when you see it, you got to have it You know, just one time because it's one of those things that's a nostalgia thing. It's kind of like when you drink your first butter course, right? It's one of those, you wouldn't drink it if you're drinking craft beer, but then you see one once in a while, and you go, you know what, let me just, just as a reminder, that's all. Uh, and then finally, the biggest, the smallest, most award-winning, and still the only Jewish beer company in America, Schmaltz Brewing Company, announces its farewell season after 25 years in the beer business with the first and final release of Bittersweet Lenny's R, uh, uh, Rest IPA, Rest in Peace IPA, I guess, in 16-ounce cans. Vintage gems from the Schmaltz Beer Vault and a fitting tribute. Exodus 2021 Barley Wine at 8.8% ABV. Brewed with date, fig, pomegranate, and grape. Um, Schmaltz is doing a farewell to Schmaltz tour, uh, or a.k.a. the Class of 96 celebration, a.k.a. Let My People Brew, a.k.a. the No Schmucks Tour. It kicked off at the Craft Brewers Conference 2021 uh, with a bunch of Class of 96 breweries plus industry sponsors, all presented by Pro Brewer with more than 400 enthusiastic craft beer fans. They've been hosting a slew of craft beer events and markets nationwide. They started in Philly a few weeks ago. Uh, this coming Saturday, December 4th, at Barcade, they'll have an event from two to, from 4 to 7 p.m. Uh, that's the Barcade at 148 West 24th Street. And Spite and Dival, uh, 359 Metropolitan Avenue, Brooklyn, from 2 to 4 p.m. They'll be hosting their holiday favorite Hanukkah vs. Christmas, the Battle Royale of Beers, at the Independent in Tampa, Florida, from 4 to 8 p.m. Uh, that is uh, on Sunday, December 12th. That's happening. Uh, down in Florida. Um, they're joining Original Sin and Dundee Brewing down there on Sunday, December 12th. They're doing a whole bunch of different events all over the country um, to uh, you know spotlight the beers as well as the fact that they are um, going to be retiring. They're going to have small batch whiskey, uh, the Schmaltz liquor, uh, which will be available in New York City, Philly, and Tampa. It'll be sold nationwide during the holiday season. And as founder, owner, Jeremy Cowan quips, was it Mark Twain or Groucho Marx who said, you can't start a new chapter without putting a period on the last one. Otherwise, it's just a typo. So Schmaltz is getting out of the beer business for now. Uh, they may be coming back in some other um, entity. So we will see uh, what happens there. Now, when we come back after a short break, we got more news and notes from around the beer world. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer.
too much. Welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer? Come on. How do you not love this song? Please call him Mo Miser. Whatever I touch. Oh, what a great song. Now, that's uh, the version from Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Uh, great swing band. If you haven't had an opportunity to see the boys and Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, you should. Check out the movie Swingers. That's really where they got their punch back in 1997, I believe that movie came out. I'm pretty sure. 97 or 96. Um, but that's from their uh, Christmas album, Everything You Want for Christmas. And they do a killer job on that. Of course, the song is from The Year Without a Santa Claus when you had uh, Cold Miser and Heat Miser. Um, and, yeah, it's been, it was cold here in the Northeast for a little bit uh, leading up to Thanksgiving. But that's not why I was playing the song. Um, part of this segment, you know, if you're thinking about getting gifts for people um, that is the beer lover or food lover in your life uh, for this Christmas season, I would think the most important thing that you could do is buy them a gift card to their brewery. Obviously, Small Brewery Sunday uh, is ending today. Obviously, when you listen to the show, we're on at 11 o'clock at night on Sunday nights. Uh, Small Brewery Sunday is over. But it's even more important to help out and support these small breweries. But it's even more important to help out uh, the restaurants as well and any small business. Let's face it. Even if you go to a place, let's say that there's a there's a store, I think it's... Um, Jersey Strong or everything about New Jersey or something like that. It's in Morristown. Um, you know, they sell all Jersey-centric products. They sell tumblers. They sell uh, pint glasses that have New Jer- a New Jersey logo on it, or they sell something with all the New Jersey breweries. I remember I bought a coaster there one time, and it had a list of all the New Jersey breweries that were current at that time. You know, some of them have closed and whatever. But the most important thing is that if you buy from somebody that's local, you're helping to put food on the table for their family. You're helping to pay their one of their bills. You're helping to pay their employees. And so as you're buying this season, and let's face it, I know we have all sorts of supply chain issues, et cetera, et cetera, and it's going to get tougher and tougher to get uh, Christmas presents delivered on time. You know, the easiest thing you can do is buy somebody a, a gift card. Some of the breweries are doing e-gift cards, which is even better. You buy it. The, the brewery gets the money directly. You email the person uh, the gift card, and I know some people might say that that's impersonal, but there are some people who are going to decide to stay home for the holidays because of the fact of COVID-19 or whatever the reasons may be. And this is a way that you can say to somebody, hey, I'm thinking about you, and maybe we can get together at some point and have a beer at a brewery, and here's one of my favorite breweries. Why don't you come check it out with me? Or get a gift card for a, a great restaurant that the, the two of you or a couple of you want to go to, whatever whatever the case may be. I think it's important um, to support these local businesses as much as you can during this holiday season. We were mentioning it last year uh, around the Christmas holidays because so many businesses were closed because still a lot of the country was in a lockdown or really not coming out of that lockdown. You had you know 10%, 20% capacity, 30%, 40%, whatever it was. So it's important to do that. Um, and I think if you can help out by supporting a local brewery um, by either purchasing a gift card or buying beer from them, um, that's really important. Um, it's all, to me, I think it's, the more that you can give back to people, the better. It makes you feel good, you know? Uh, um, I do think that that's really important. Now, the other part of this segment that I wanted to talk about uh, when it comes to news and notes and things of that nature. So, you know, Bourbon County, 
uh, Barrel Aged Out comes out around this time during Thanksgiving. It's uh, it's usually on Black Friday. Um, and Goose Island is put out there, set, and there's a place in Chicago. Uh, Josh Knoll, as we've mentioned a million times before, and Josh has been on the program a bunch of times, you can follow him at Hopnotes, H-O-P-N-O-T-E-S, on Twitter. Um, you know, he's talking about how some liquor stores and bars in Chicago are not carrying Goose Island uh, Bourbon County um, because of, you know, whatever the case may be. Some places have decided not to carry it because they weren't selling enough of other Goose Island products, and the sales reps were like, well, you know what, I can't deal with you, you're small fry. Others made the conscious decision to break from them because they wanted to spotlight other beers. Um, in the article that he writes, um, one of the bar owners, and I, f- I forget the person's name, but he said, uh, actually, it was a craft beer I think it was a craft beer store. He said, um, you know, I switched to Revolution Brewing out of Chicago because the sales rep worked with me. Certain things weren't working. We weren't moving certain product. I think it was a craft beer store. I think it was a liquor store. And he said, you know, some of the things weren't moving. And the Revolution rep worked with me to find the right beers that would move. And maybe that's what um, Goose Island is sort of, you know, falling by the wayside. You know, they want you to carry their 312. They want you to carry their IPA. Um, but yet, if it doesn't sell, it seems like, from what I've been reading of this article from Josh, they're not giving you an option to maybe, you know, correct that. Beer goes out of date. You can't drink it anymore. You have to send it back or you got you just have to dump it. Um, you know, I would think that a brewery, especially as big as Goose Island is now because they were acquired by AB InBev, that they would be doing more to help their customers. Because all along when the sale happened, you know, no, we're going to stay local. We're going to do things. There are certain bottles of of, uh, of uh, BCBS that are a local only, that you can only get it in Chicago. They made sure to super serve their local audience. And yet people are still rejecting it. And listen, the Bourbon County Stout is fantastic. It's a good beer. I have a number of bottles from a number of different years over the last, uh, I would say, seven or eight years. But am I going to buy it this year? Am I going to go out of my way? No. You know why? Because I think they mass produced, I, I think they produced too much of it. I've seen bottles of 2020 and 2019 still sitting on on shelves at liquor stores, and they're still trying to charge full price. Now, there's some places that just dumped, it, you know, tried to get, just tried to get rid of it. I know one place at one point, I think it was last year, was selling 2019 bottles for ten bucks. I mean, for ten dollars to get that kind of stout at fourteen percent, thirteen, fourteen percent, it's pretty good. Um, but I think there's this oversaturation. Of, of that beer. I'm not saying it's a bad beer. I'm just saying that there are good beers that are out there that are barrel-aged that are just as good as Bourbon County Barrel Stout. Just as good. What Bolero does with their uh, Bergen County Stout is fantastic. Last weekend, they did a whole thing where they had different uh, sessions. You came and you got to try uh, the three bottles they have for sale. I think there was a fourth bottle that only those people that signed up got access to that to purchase it. Obviously, they had it on tap, but it was you know, a bottle that you could only get from them. I think it was their Elvis version of it. Um, and they were not going out to distro this year. If you wanted it, you had to come to the brewery to get it, which I think is a smart marketing ploy uh, by Bolero Snort. Instead of putting it out there to everybody uh, that anybody can get it, hey, we got a brewery. We want you to come in. We want you to try this stuff. And maybe you'll take a couple of bottles home. That's the smart play. That's the way to do it. Um, you know, one uh, liquor store in Chicago, uh, Beer Bazaar, they're selling a set of Goose Island, uh, the 2021 versions, for $249.99. Eight bottles, right? It's the complete lineup. Um, so, and, and their ad basically was this. 
You get a, a Bourbon County Brand Stout, Bourbon County Cherry Wood, the Classic Cola, 14, Bourbon County, Reserve Blanton's, Reserve 150, and the Double Barrel, to- double barrel Toasted Barrel Stout. Uh, and then it says in the, in the piece, support Goose Island so we can continue having these releases for you in future years. So it's all predicated on sales. If they don't sell enough of it, they're not going to be able to sell anymore. And again, I think there's an oversaturation of certain things. Um, and I think this beer has been oversaturated. I think maybe it's time to dial it back. Why have eight different versions? How about four? Why not four, make one Chicago exclusive, and the other three you spread out across the country? Isn't that a smart idea? Wouldn't that be a better way of getting the beer out there? And just don't make as much. Don't make as much. That's all. And if you only want to reward it to your top-tier sellers, do that. But... I, for, at least from my opinion, I think that's a mistake. Again, there are going to be people that are going to go out there and they're going to buy, you know, a, a Bourbon County Stout because it's still a good beer. And it is a good beer. I'm not saying that it's not. And if my local place, Paragon Tap and Table, has it on tap, uh, more than likely I will try it. If they have one of the variants, I will certainly try it because it's one of those things that you want to try, whether it's in, you know, a taster glass or whether you have a full pour of it. And full pour is usually six or eight ounces. It's not going to be a lot, but it's enough. You know, it's enough for a taste. So I don't know. It's an it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting dilemma. And Josh covers this uh, just a a fantastic job of covering not only Goose Island but the whole Chicago beer scene. He does such a great job. You should really read his stuff in the Chicago Tribune. You can follow him on Twitter at Hopnotes. H O P N O T N O T E S is his handle there on uh, Twitter. So uh, you know, check it out. And again. If you want to, if you're looking to get gifts for people for this holiday season, uh, the most important thing you can do, if they're a beer lover, if they are a food lover, get them a gift card to their favorite restaurant. Get them a gift card to a brewery. Uh, maybe it's one that you and uh, that person haven't tried yet. And you want to try it, and that's a way to encourage. First off, you're putting money again into the brewer's hands, but you're also encouraging a future trip to that brewery where you're going to spend the gift card, and then maybe you spend a little bit more. Maybe you take something home. Maybe have a few more while you're there. That's important. Coming up next, Chad Meggs. He's from Drink NYC Craft. He'll join me on the program. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. It's only appropriate that I play some Journey and Only the Young uh, for our next guest because we were just talking off air before we got this conversation, uh, before we get the conversation started on the air. And again, uh, welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Journey and Billy Idol next February at the Prudential Center. I just secured tickets from my wife and I. Our anniversary, our wedding anniversary is the day before. I kind of pitched it to her. She was all in. So uh, very happy. Although I wish Toto was joining them a little bit later in the tour, uh, but unfortunately not in the New York City area. So going to miss that. Would have liked to have seen Toto. But you know what? Billy Idol as an opening act, not too bad. Now, my guest is the president of a beer distributor, but he's doing things differently than your typical warehouse ship beer to the liquor store or bar or the consumer. We're going to get into that in just a moment. Right now, he's focusing on just New York State, but I get the sense that if this does take off the way he wants it to, other states may be coming into play. For more info, 
Just go to drinknycraft.com. Let me welcome onto the Craft Beer Cast, Chad Meggs. Chad, how are you? I'm doing well today. Thanks for having me, Al. You got it. Now, Chad, simply put to the people out there, what is Drink NY Craft? Drink NY Craft is really an avenue for a lot of the smaller, lesser-known breweries. You know, I call it the long tail to have an avenue uh, off-premise. Off mm-hmm. So you, you mentioned to me in an email uh, as we were conversing to try and set up this interview, you're looking to become the anti-distro distribution company. What do you mean by that? Yeah, we're just, you know, trying to do things a little bit differently, you know, trying to think outside of the box. I think, you know, distribution has been around for a really, really long time, and it really benefits, uh, you know, one of the three-tier system. you know, the three-tier being, uh, manufacturers, wholesalers, and consumers, it, the three-tier system really benefits those those wholesalers. Uh, and it doesn't necessarily work for the breweries or the consumers. Um, so we're trying to, you know, balance that power back uh, to the breweries, to the consumers, uh, just making, you know, contracts a little, a little more friendly. Uh, but the biggest thing, really, uh, traditional distribution really caters to the large regional type breweries where we want, you know, a lot of the little guys, uh, you know, just to try to get them, you know, some off-premise sales. Uh, it's our philosophy that the craft beer's consumer's favorite beer is the one that they haven't had yet. And there's, you know, 280 plus breweries in New York State, and there's a lot of people in New York State. We want to get those beers out to the masses. So in other words, I mean, you're looking at you're looking at the breweries that don't that self-distribute, that aren't with a distributor at all. They just basically sell their beers out of their brewery, and that's the guy. That's the 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 breweries that you're focusing on. Yeah, yeah, you know, and some of the guys that we're working with do self distribute. You know, I'm thinking of the you know uh, former home brewer gone pro who not only brews but works the tap room and then delivers kegs and cases around town. You know, that's a lot to do for, for one person. So if we can help that guy grow and scale by, you know, taking that distribution portion of it off of his hands so he can concentrate on making really good beer, I think it's going to be a win-win for everybody. We're talking with Chad Meggs. He's the president of a new company called Drink NY Craft. They are the anti-distro distribution company. His words, looking to get beer directly into New Yorkers' hands via their website, which you can go to for more information at drinknycraft.com. We're here on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. So so I guess the difference then, Chad, between you and, say, Tavor is that you're only focused on New York State. You're not, you know, you're not anywhere else in the country. You can't ship to anybody else. It's just to New York State, correct? I uh, for right now, yes. You know, it's Drink NY Craft is is the name of the of the business, and it's you know New York focused. We want to have that that local feel. Uh, a lot of people like that local local war movement, um, and and it really gives that look and feel. Plus, we didn't want to kind of bite off more than we could chew right at the beginning. We've only had our doors open for about a month now. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably will end up rolling other states in, into it um, eventually, but New York State, as I mentioned before, has a, has a ton of breweries and, and a ton of people. There's a lot of business to be had. Sure. And Chen, you didn't, I mean, you were not a distributor before this. What was your, what was your career before this? Now, to give a little background on myself, I actually got my degree in computer science. I sat in front of a computer for many years uh, writing code, specifically e-commerce websites. Uh, I then 
moved into the country in uh, central New York, started a hop farm, which got me into the craft beverage industry. Uh, and then through my relationships selling hops to brewers, I really noticed uh, that there was that major disconnect right. between breweries and distributors. And we wanted to get into that space and kind of kind of change things. So, you know, now with this e-commerce website, my career has kind of gone full, cir- full circle. Now, wait. So you went from computer science to running a hop farm. How do you, how does one make the leap to yeah. that? Uh, well, uh, you know, when I was living in the city, uh, computer jobs are plentiful. When you move upstate, uh, computer jobs are not very plentiful. I couldn't really find a good job, at least one that was intellectually stimulating. Mm-hmm. So I asked my wife, Hey, what do people do in central New York? And agriculture came to mind. Uh, I've always really been a fan of beer and uh, craft beer was just getting on the, uh, you know, was just on the rise. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was some legislation coming through the state, you know, uh, giving benefits to people like farm breweries. Like, Hey, let's, let's get into this. You know, as uh, I kind of stumbled into it as I really didn't have much agriculture background at all. So, uh, uh, <laughs> that, that was about 11 years ago now. Wow. Well, I mean, 11 years ago, that's like the, the, the cusp really of how, Craft breweries were exploding, not only in New York, but around the rest of the country as well. Now, currently, you have only three breweries available for folks to purchase on the website, drinknycraft.com. The goal, obviously, is to get as many New York breweries as you can. How can breweries contact you directly? Yeah, there are nine right now, but anyone oh. can get a hold of me, chat at uh, drinknycraft.com. Dot com uh, And consumers, you know, they can go on there, and we're going to be signing breweries on. I have about another eight or nine in the pipeline right now, including a bunch of breweries down in New York City. So uh, we're only going to grow more from here. So definitely uh, check out the site as a consumer off your brewery chat at drinknycraft.com. And and let me ask you, uh, as I was looking, navigating through the site, um, can people buy uh, individual cans or can they order? I I noticed that it was an individual can price uh, for buying the cans, but could they order a four pack of something from a brewery instead of getting an individual can? Oh, yeah, you can do four packs, you can do cases. Uh, we have boxes that fit up to 32 cans, so uh, you can order 32 of one variety if you wanted to. The thought process behind ordering individuals mm. is there's a lot of breweries out there, and a lot of people don't know every single brewery. So you sure. can go on our site, buy one beer of one particular brewery, so you're not stuck with three in your fridge. That happens to me a lot. You know, you go and you buy a four-pack, you don't necessarily like the beer, mm. but you don't want to dump it down the drain, so you shove it into the back of your fridge. So yeah. we're kind of solving that problem, enabling people to buy singles. Uh, once they figure out that they like those brands, then hopefully they'll come back for more. You see, Chad, I have a beer fridge downstairs, and it's packed to the gills, and it's usually from extra yeah. beer. It's just my problem is I can't get through all of it uh, at any one yeah. time, so I've got to get a couple of friends over to help me finish it up. Yeah. We're talking with Chad Meggs, the president of a new company that's called Drink NY Craft. They are the anti-distro distribution company, that's a mouthful for me, looking to get beer directly into New Yorkers' hands via their website, which you can go to for more information and, of course, order there if you live in New York. DrinkNYCraft.com or here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. You're also running a special right now. If folks in New York order $30 or more of beer, they can get another beer for how much? Two cents. Two cents. Two cents. Wow, two, that's hey, listen, that's pretty good. But right now, you're only shipping within New York. So somebody like me who lives in New Jersey, I would have to have a physical New York address in order to get my beer shipped, correct? Yes, yes. And as I mentioned, we just opened our doors. We will be adding on 
new states very soon. Uh, each state has their own rules and regs, so we kind of have to go state by state, but we will be opening up uh, other states very soon here, so stay tuned for that if you do not live in New York State. And and is that is that a lengthy process in terms of I mean I I like I mean I don't want to get too far into the weeds on this but obviously New York and New Jersey have different laws uh in terms yeah. of shipping beer New Jersey can't ship beer anywhere but uh New Jersey breweries have started to ship out to to other states. It's basically just negotiating with a particular state and whatever their shipping laws allow for alcohol is that is that how it works? Yeah, alcohol is such a highly regulated industry. Each state has their own rules, so you just got to get in touch with the right people in the right states. And you got to do if you want to ship all over the country, you got to do that fifty times. Uh, some states are easier than others, so uh, we're going to start, you know, with the easier states, and then probably work up to the to the harder ones. But um, those we will be doing that very soon. So uh, I, I want the entire country to enjoy. New York beers. Uh, and again, Chad, for those uh, New York breweries or, or breweries from outside of the state that may be listening right now and want to be able to get in touch with you, how can they do that directly on the website, drinknycraft.com? Yeah, there's a contact us, drinknycraft.com, or direct email chat at drinknycraft.com. Hit, hit me up on social media. And anyway, uh, I'm pretty responsive. And, and yes, we are looking in to get into other states. Well, my guest has been Chad Meggs, the president of the new company. It's called Drink NY Craft. They are the anti-distro distribution company, and they're looking to get beer directly into New Yorkers' hands via their website. You can go there for more information at drinknycraft.com, and they are hoping to expand into other states very, very soon. Chad, thanks so much for joining me tonight. Very much appreciate it. Thanks for letting me tell my story, Al. You got it. Up next, it's time for Suds and Duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. segment of the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. That is the song called Distance by Mammoth, WVH, which stands for Wolfgang Van Halen. That's a song that he wrote in honor of his father, uh, Eddie Van Halen, who passed away a couple of years ago uh, due to, um, I believe it was throat cancer or lung cancer. I don't remember which, but um, Mammoth is going to be playing some small clubs. I actually got tickets to see them at the Starland Ballroom at the beginning of February, and I am uh, very excited at that because I, I heard good things uh, when they opened up for Guns N' Roses uh, back a couple of months ago and uh, looking forward to seeing that show. I think it's going to be a lot of fun in the beginning of February at a little place in Sayreville, New Jersey called the Starland Ballroom. It used to be Hunka Bunka and a bunch of different names, um, but uh, definitely something that I want to check out. Now, of course, as always, our final segment of the program involves Suds and Duds, lots of beers to get to and uh definitely want to check them out so uh let's dive right into it shall we killer instinct by ross brewing company these guys are doing a really great job you've heard me talk about them over the last several months this is a solid hazy double ipa uh pj Wendell is the um the head brewer there and he is doing a great job curating these beers 
Uh, and John Cacosa is doing a great job of marketing and getting the word out about Ross Brewing. Uh, they are close to opening. Uh, I keep saying that, but again, as usual, um, there's not much you can do when you have to deal with a bureaucracy, uh, whether it's New York, New Jersey, or the federal government. You have to go at their pace, not at your pace that you want. Um, so I'm wondering, um, they'd like to be open before the end of the year. My guess is it's probably not going to be until the first quarter of next year, just the way um, again, like I said, the bureaucracy moves. But this is a solid, hazy double IPA. They're contract brewing in a couple of different places. Bolero for one, uh, Cypress for the other. Um, but, you know, my advice to you folks, get if you can get your hands on some cans of Ross Brewing or it's on tap at your local uh, uh, craft beer bar, uh, definitely take a taste. You will not be disappointed by these guys. They do a great job. And I know I'm supposed to be meeting up with John at some point to pick up some uh, – some bottled beers from him, a cherry sour that they did that I'm uh, very much looking forward to. Um, I always talk about Treehouse. My neighbor Greg uh, makes a run to Treehouse every once in a while when he's up in that area. And um, I've had a couple of cans sitting in the fridge for a while. Stout stuff because it's stout season. And, boy, let me tell you something. Hold on to sunshine. Mm, this is a great beer. So good. Coffee, deep, rich. A really uh, the, the type of beer you put in a glass and you let it just just hang for a little bit and you let it warm up and... You enjoy it, and I love the, the the can art on this one. The hold on to sunshine because it's just you want to hold on to the to that late summer, early fall kind of feel. Fantastic stuff. Our friends from Bolero Snort, um, you know, again we've got a live broadcast coming up in just a couple of weeks, Friday, December tenth. Uh, hope you can get over there. We're giving away a pair of tickets to the Army Navy game uh, on the Saturday, December eleventh. It's going to be a fun time. We've got a collab beer coming out with uh, Bolero and Source. Uh, also, sources uh, popping a beer out with um, Screaming Hill as well, a Dunkel, which is going to be a lot of fun. The beer from Source is going to be a um, going to be a real thick pastry stout, so you're going to enjoy it. Um, you know, from what Source has put out over the last several weeks, stout wise and uh, dark, and you know, and it really sweet and creamy and delicious, you're going to enjoy this beer. But anyway, the Moody Holiday Party had a can of this over at Bolero. This is without a doubt the beer. You should be drinking or should have drank this past weekend for Thanksgiving. Um, or if you have leftovers of turkey, the cranberry is perfect in this beer. It is delicious. It's thick. It's rich. It's a really great beer to accompany that turkey. And then, of course, the tryptophan to put you uh, asleep for that nap. So you can kind of catch up after the you know the first or second football game or whatever you're doing uh, this past weekend. Peb Light is uh, Bolero's newest um, IPA that is out that is a... Uh, a lighter version of what they do, um, uh, you know, in their their core beer. Um, you know, this is really, really good. There is j- just enough lime not to annoy the tongue is how I put it on Untapped. You can follow me there at Gatulo. Um, it is a delicious beer. It's light. It's effort- it, It's got a great flavor to it for a light beer. Um, it's definitely a 12 ouncer, and it's definitely one that you can crush over and over again. Um, oops, no lactose. Another one. They forgot to put the lactose in this one. It's sort of the same. It's the same as the, uh, um, their, uh, Pebbles beer, uh, except they just didn't add the lactose to this. Uh, it's easy drinking a hint of lime in this one. It's really nice. It's a delicious beer. It's definitely something you should pick up, uh, from the folks at Bolero. Um, foreign objects beer company is just starting to make their comeback. Um, the stone fruit in this one in, in the gold dust rush, uh, is really nice. The stone fruit is very good. There's a nice hop to it, but that stone fruit you really pick up 
uh, very nicely in this beer, and I really enjoyed it a lot. So um, the foreign objects, good stuff. I know I have a few more cans of some foreign object stuff in the um, in the fridge. Uh, one of them happening to be a stout. I'll probably have it this week, and I'll hopefully get to review it uh, next week uh, or the week after. Uh, then I had a chance to go down to Triumph Brewing. I got together with a bunch of friends uh, from elementary school. One of our friends uh, had suffered a heart attack over the summer, and um, Margaret really wanted to get together with a bunch of people. Uh, originally, we were supposed to be 10. It got whittled down to four people, but you know what? It was really nice just to be around a group of people that I have not seen in quite some time. Uh, a couple of them I haven't seen in probably three or four years. And um, my cousin is uh, the manager over there at Triumph Brewing. And we decided to eat there in Red Bank because my friend lives in Little Silver. It was easier to, for her to get to. And so, you know, Triumph's got some great food. Let me tell you something. It's, the beer is excellent. Um, uh, a lot of traditional styles of beer, nothing super high ABV. I think the, I think the strongest beer they had there, I think, was a 7%er. Um, and I, I'm off the top of my head. I'm not, I wasn't, I'm not looking at the tap list there. But the, a lot of the stuff that they do is very easy drinking that accompanies your meal uh, very nicely. I had the steak frites. And they were fantastic. The steak was perfectly cooked. The fries were crispy and delicious and hot. Uh, we had some appetizers. They do these uh, uh, rice balls with seafood in them. Fantastic. Anyway, Northern Grist was the first one that I started off with. Um, this is a rye beer, and the rye in this is solid. It's a very tasty beer. It reminds me, if you've ever had Bolero Snorts, there's no rying in baseball. That's exactly the same feel that I get from this. The rye is excellent in this, and not a lot of places use rye in their beer, and I, I like the change of pace every once in a while to go switch off uh, to something else. So this was a delicious beer. Then I moved on to the Keller Pills. Anybody that has a Pilsner on tap, you got to try it because the Pilsner is their mark, right? Now, as Dean was telling me, Triumph won a couple of awards at the Great American Beer Festival over the years. Uh, this is a solid Pils, clean, crisp. Uh, it's not blow you away, got to have it. But it is definitely a solid Pilsner. It's not something that has, you know, that's missing something that they're trying to hide. It's a very, very good beer. It's a solid Pilsner. And that's always a good mark of a brewer. If a brewer can nail that Pilsner um, and the, the, the flavors that you want, that's, you know, that's, that's half the battle. You know the rest of the beers they're making are really good. And the, the other beers that they made that were really good, the Little Pub Ale, an easy drink in English Mild. I had two of these because... I love a good English mild. Not a lot of places make them. And they're delicious because they're dark. They're very low in ABV. They're usually not over 4%. You can have a couple with your meal and not feel bloated, not feel overwhelmed. And this was just a solid, solid uh, beer to go uh, with my meal. And then I finished it off with the pumpernickel rye. And the addition of the caraway seeds was really nice in this. It gave it a little bit of sweetness that I wasn't expecting. But... It's a dark beer. It's a little bit stronger. Um, probably one of the more um, higher um, ABVs on the list. Um, but just a really, really good beer to end off the evening uh, of great conversation and just catching up with people and uh, and really having a good time. And, you know, that's all a part of Thanksgiving, right? Everybody has these Friendsgiving. They get together with friends and everybody brings, you know, a tray of food and they share they share, you know, food and drink with one another and it's important to do that. You know, I was able to reconnect with my family um, on Thanksgiving. Uh, on my mother's side of the family, there are very few of us left, immediate family. Um, 
as as some of you know, and you know, if you don't, you'll know now. I don't really have a relationship with my sister. I have a sister, an older sister, and um, since my mother has passed over a year ago, I don't really have a relationship with her, and um, I didn't have it before that. And it's nice to be able to reconnect with cousins, um, some that are close in age and some that aren't. But it's nice to be able to reconnect with those people and share experiences together and laughs and, and good times. And, you know, that's a part of the Thanksgiving weekend if you're fortunate enough to have family or friends that, you know, let you into their home and, you know, spend time with them. Do that. It's important. Uh, I am certainly not getting any younger. Um, a lot of people that listen to this program, you're not getting any younger. Um, in fact, none of you are getting any younger. We're all getting older, right? So it's important to maintain those relationships and maintain those friendships because if you don't and you let it go by the wayside, you just end up being alone. It's not a good feeling. It really isn't. My thanks to everyone involved in the show as well as my guest, Chad Meggs from Drink NYC Craft and, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson who lost his brother-in-law uh, a couple weeks ago. And, Buddy, my condolences to you and your family. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m., this has been the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Cheers, everybody.